tonight on this haunted edition of the TGIF podcast, Balky gets possessed on Perfect Strangers. Yes, they checked in, but they didn't check out. Followed by Halloween hijinks on Family Matters. My name is Stephen Q. And is Feeny a murderer on Boy Meets World? Why does Feeny do anything to teach us something? What's he trying to teach us? To pay attention or we die. Step by step with Mark Foster's puberty. Wow, thing. I think I love you. And finally, the wild and wacky world of dinosaurs. What should we do? Hunt it down and kill it. Aha! Uh-huh. I'll call the angry mob. Oh, oh, the number's on the fridge. Thanks. Sure. Tonight on the TGF Podcast. Welcome to episode two of the TGIF podcast. I am your host, Ryan, here with two esteemed gentlemen, Killer Greg and Megastar Mark. Welcome, gentlemen. Hello, hello. Hey, all right. Number two. We made it to episode two, guys. Who's we did it. did it. That's all right. Halfway we there. We did it. Wait, what? First of all, I want to say welcome officially to the show, Mark, because you are going to hopefully be on as many of these as you can. As our official third host, so welcome. Fastest promotion ever. Thank you, guys. I've grabbed the haunches of this podcast, and I'm not letting go, baby. So I'm excited. <laughs> this should be a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, we are very excited. I I love that you're on here. It uh, was the first episode was a true joy to make. It was actually <laughs> so much fun, and I actually had people say at the end they were disappointed that I said, "Well, we'll see you when Mark comes back." I don't know what. Yeah, me too. I was I like, a, "Please have Mark come back." I had a coworker <laughs> listen to it, and not, it wasn't like Greg that was really funny, or I really loved the whole thing. He's like, "You should have Mark on all the time." Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> well, what I got. I got sad when you said Mark wasn't going to yeah. come back. I'm like, thank well, you. And also, wish is our command, Mark. You're hey, back. I'm back. I'm back for good. I was Nobody... just going to show up. For the dinosaur one, you're going to have five episodes of dinosaurs. That was all going to be me. But, hey, you know what? You get me all the time now. This is fantastic for everybody. And we stuck a dinosaurs in there for you. So. Thank you. Absolutely. And I can't wait to talk about it. I have right. strong opinions. Uh, this is the Halloween episode. Uh, <laughs> we're going to put together our top five, even though there's so many, because I feel like this might be a three-year process to get through all these Halloween episodes. But Good. This will be a top five Halloween TGIF episodes. So we're going to try to put together. I tried to get a little bit of variety from last time. We do have our family matters and our boy meets worlds and our step-by-steps again, but no full house this time. We also have perfect strangers for the first time. Yes. And dinosaurs for the first time. Like we just, because <laughs> there's so many shows. There's a lot of shows on TGIF and a lot of them did Halloween episodes almost every single year. So how many, um, how many California dreaming episodes do you think we do by the end of this? <laughs> so many zero. I mean, it could be zero, right? <laughs> Maybe zero. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. I want to talk about Halloween itself first, before we get started. 
what are your relationships to Halloween? Do you guys care about Halloween? Do you get not give a shit about it? Most people fall on either end of the spectrum of yeah. hate or love. Where do you fall? I'm a I'm a not even a little bit kind of guy mm. for all sorts of reasons. I don't I don't love costumes. I don't like being scared. <laughs> I don't like the celebration of scary things. Uh, I don't like outside very much. So trick or treating never appealed to me. And I mean, part of the we live we we're all in the Northeast, mm-hmm. um, and I have like the worst allergies on the planet. So going outside in October is a literal death sentence for me. So I had to dress up like a wizard and just suffocate myself for some lollipops. Here's your Tootsie Roll. Be happy with it. Uh, <laughs> Greg's also not a fan of walking. So yeah, I get right. why that's none of them. All those things are horrible. <laughs> Exercise. I'm on, I'm on the other end of the spectrum. I okay. adore Halloween. Uh, you know, we decorate this house full blast. Like the front of the yard right now has spider webs everywhere and a giant ass spider right in front of my, on my porch. Uh, nice. We do really, really big events for like when Halloween comes around, I have the full size candy bars. If you get to my, my house, I want you to fucking be proud of it. Like the venture brothers, you know, you got there. Congratulations. Here's the Snickers. Uh, really, really interesting. Even as a kid though, like I remember my, my grandmother used to like make my costumes, but she was like a, a professional seamstress. So I was fucking wow. like Dick, I was Dick Tracy and I was like, had the fucking hat and you know, all like the Tommy gun type of thing. It was awesome. And so, everyone was jealous of you. Totally jealous. Totally <laughs> jealous. You and your plastic Donatello mask. No, 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 no. I had a Tommy gun, man. At a movie fucking nobody remembers. Right and, and from a movie nobody remembers. All right. <laughs> But no, I really I had a ball with it. Um, that's why when I heard the topic of this of this podcast, I got so excited because it, it's funny. Like a lot of the TGIF ones that I remember, we didn't watch. That's how many there are. It's like what Ryan was saying. So There's, many. It's crazy. So I'm excited to talk about these. I'm excited to in the future talk about some of the other ones as well. Yes, we'll have so many. I I loved Halloween as more as an adult than a kid. I think. I like the uh, dress up and go drinking version of Halloween when that was a possibility in our lives. Um, I really love Ghostbusters. So uh, every year I'd watch Ghostbusters and hand out candy and have drinks. And that was fun before I have children. But now that like the whole bringing kids out to trick or treat is fun. Yeah. Right. So I'm in that boat right now. And my son is going to be a uh, Ghostbuster as well for Halloween. So oh, I've poisoned, I've poisoned him. I love it. <laughs> now he's seen, he's seen the movie. He's seen one. And no, two? no. Okay. Yep. No, he's seen parts, but okay, there's yeah, some yeah. weird stuff in Ghostbusters. That is... to be scary for kids. So to reference yeah. this, that is my first memory of a movie was Ghostbusters. Like really? I, I, I'm a huge fan. I love the animated series when I was a kid, Yes, but I distinctly remember being scared. I leave the room when the librarian came at them. Yeah. Remember that? Where she like, that scared the shit out of me. Yeah. I came right back, you know, for them right. running down the stairs. That was fucking great. But scared. I, I totally get understand. I, I think I, I sent my, I showed it to my daughter. She's probably like eight or nine when she first yeah. saw like Ghostbusters. And she liked Ghostbusters too more. So I'm probably disowning her, but whatever. <laughs> out of the will. <laughs> we actually, um, I had all the real Ghostbusters toys as a kid. Oh, uh, me so. too. I we looked it up. We're like, oh, I wonder what real Ghostbusters goes for on the Amazons these days. And it was like three dollars for season one. So like, okay, so we've been watching that. It's a little rough. Yeah, oh yeah. We'll watch, but you know, you got to poison your kids with your own interests. So I always that. remember the pumpkin head guy, right? Yeah. In real Ghostbusters, like he was yes. scary as shit. Like There's in the animated scary- one. Yeah. There's some scary stuff in yeah. real Ghostbusters that you don't expect, but right. It's better than like the uh, take your pants off ghost scene which I 
<laughs> Forgot was in there. Forgot that was a thing. Yeah. Anyway, Halloween. I feel like that's like, I mean, I'm already changing subjects quickly. Yeah. Uh, I feel like that's sort of an 80s pillar that just doesn't exist anymore. Like, if they put that in a PG movie now, oh, yeah. people would be upset. There's <laughs> a lot of stuff in there that's For like, sure. whoa. Oh, God, yeah. But, like, kids don't get that. Like, I, right. I think there's actually a place where you can put that in a movie that, like, that's going to go over a kid's head. They're just not going to understand. True. But, like, fuck it. Throw it in the movie, man. There'd I don't mind outrage. it. I just don't want to be inundated with questions about ghost blowjobs. Right. Right. <laughs> When I was a kid. They were playing a game that you should not play with other adults. Yeah. <laughs> Don't ever do it. Don't ever do it. When I was a kid, like I, that scene went right over my head. I had, I just thought they were like tickling him or something like that. And the, the concept of ghost blowjobs didn't enter my mind until I was like, you know, six, like a normal I had, age. I adore the tickling interpretation. <laughs> <laughs> he was getting tickled in his pants. I was pure of heart. <laughs> pure of heart well let's go back to a pure pure of heart and let's go to perfect strangers that's first up on our halloween episode list now i we batted this around greg and i batted this around because this technically does not fall under the tgif banner because perfect strangers had like three and a half seasons before it actually became a tgif show Hmm. so this is like maybe six weeks before it gets on to TGIF, but this is their big Halloween episode. So we decided let's toss it in there. Why not? It's a great episode. So perfect strangers, Greg, you said this was one of your favorites. So yeah, I mean, it's, it is my favorite TGIF show. It actually never occurred to me that it wasn't a, a, like a a full blown TGIF show um, until you brought it up. But I, I remember there's two episodes of Perfect Strangers I remember very distinctly because I'm fairly confident I had them like taped from a Mm. television, something kids just have no context for now. Like you hold your phone up and hit record. What do you you even do? (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I had this and the Bibby Bopka episode on a cassette, which I can't wait till we get to there because there's a song in that that I literally still sing in the shower. Um, (laughs) So yeah, I remember this very fondly. Um and it it I mean, I don't want to spoil it, but boy did it hold up in my opinion. It's a very funny show when it's I I feel like the show was really really good when it's the two of them in physical comedy situation where like I watched one cuz I watched a few more after this mm-hmm. where they move a piano up like 10 flights of stairs and it, the whole episode is just them moving a piano and it's fantastic. There's another one where they like fix plumbing, like all the water. Like I remember gags. that very well, and that is Man. hilarious. That one was also very funny. But it's just them dealing with a horrible situation together, which is great. That's when it's at their best. So um, there's two things I want to talk about with Perfect Strangers, yeah. right? So the theme song that might be the best TGIF theme song I've heard. That is so good. I Crazy listened to good. it like two or three times in a row because I was so into it. It was so good. Uh, <laughs> My memory of Perfect Strangers, I still very vividly. I was seven years old. I had just got my tonsils out, so I was in the hospital. Oh wow! And I was wa- up on the you know, they had like a big you know tube TV, and I was watching Perfect Strangers. My mom was next to me. It had just started, and then I threw up on my stuffed animal. <laughs> that's wow. that's my memory. That's a, it's weird, but like that's how it, I associate that thing. I just associate it with throwing up on my my stuffed seal that I had. So there you go, Perfect Strangers. <laughs> 
sign of approval right there. <laughs> Enough to make you throw up on your childhood. Head. Oh my god! Do you have an opinion on the different? Because the early Perfect Strangers has a much longer theme song. Yes. Yeah. Do you I have an opinion on that? The the shorter one, the one that we watched for the Halloween mm. one, that was the short one, right? Yeah. I'm yeah. pretty sure that was fine. Like that's how I kind of remember it. I do remember there being a long one, but like that's the song I know. The so. long one is so long and it's so, so long. specific. It's, it's like the Odyssey. It's like a retelling <laughs> of a Greek of a Greek epic. <laughs> like it shows all the backstories in there. It's like it shows right. Balky doing all this stuff before he gets to America. It's like, have you filled out your paperwork? He's standing in line, like right. him at Ellis Island, and yeah, Ellis Island. Then he gets. It shows how he gets to Chicago. It's, it's so much. His name wasn't oh even Balky. It was something much longer. <laughs> so much stuff in there. Wow. But, it is a bygone era with the theme song opening video yeah. like that. I was thinking about that because, I mean, there are still some theme songs, but... Oh, nothing like this. Nothing like this. No, I, I don't even know. I don't know a single TV show that has anything like that. Now it's usually like a quick thing. You it's know, I like, think about like 45 seconds of dubstep and credits and then we're in. <laughs> But you guys are like Ryan. You're right. Like it almost tells a story. Like these theme songs used to like dis- describe what you were about to watch. It was pretty. You don't need any background because right. it tells you every time. You know what? Sometimes the world does look perfect. Like you're right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. I think that one day we should do a a ranking of the top theme songs and just oh, do yeah. that as an episode. Yes. Love it. Which would be great, first of all, because you won't have to watch 22 minutes of all these, but <laughs> you can just watch theme songs. But uh, yeah, I think that'll be an episode someday. All right, let's get let's get jumping into this. It says, season four, episode three, Aliens. Larry watches a horror movie marathon on Halloween, and the next morning he thinks Balky has turned into an alien. Friday, Balky gets possessed. They checked in, but they didn't check out. On Perfect Strangers. He's changed you all into mediums? Well, of course he has. Don't be ridiculous. We begin with Larry trying to invite everybody to a Halloween party where we watch. He's going to watch 12 hours of horror, 12 horror hours. movies or yeah. something. Mm-mm. Not a good idea. Very funny. I remember recently, <laughs> recently, me, my friend Dan, Mark, and maybe somebody else, Greg, Greg A., we tried to watch all three Star Wars movies once oh, yeah. in a day. Mm. And everyone made it about a movie and a half before mm-hmm. all of our adult brains caught up with us. And we're like, maybe we should go do something else with our day. What about those people? This is really off topic. Those people that go and see like four Lord of the Rings movies in oh, a row at the theater back when there were theaters. Like, when do you regret that? Like, movie one and a half are you like fuck i just spent 75 dollars on these lord of the rings marathon tickets and now i want to kill myself we're so hungry and and popcorn is so expensive you bankrupt (laughs) yourself by the the time they get to that mountain (laughs) remember too like back then if that was 12 hours that's 12 hours on tv with commercials how many how many times could you see like the dunkin donuts guy make the fucking donuts or like before you lose your mind like those like the energizer bunny you'd see that like 12 times everything it would just be a nightmare so you know these guys really really want to watch those horror movies and we only know one of them right or was there more he names someone no they don't they name other ones that are like jokes though they're not real they're not real horror movies he like references something and says oh that oh that movie was bad or something like that Anyway, uh, Harriet from Family Matters 
Yeah. Like we said yeah. last time, this is a crossover. Harriet from Family Matter shows up as like the sassy, funny office uh, person with uh, Lydia, who writes an advice column. And they're fighting about stuff and talking about how they can't go to the party because Lydia is afraid of scary movies and Harriet, her scary movie is her mother-in-law's in town. Are we going to assume this is Mother Winslow? Yeah. That's, that is was this Charles- another universe? What's going on? <laughs> uh, I think multiple. the character has changed a little bit. Yeah. Uh, because she's this Harriet is much meaner. She's so mean. Right. Oh yeah. Right. Now, maybe it's different. I know people who are real mean at work and then they get home and they're, they're puppy dogs, but I just right. don't see them as the same Harriet other than name and location. I thought that was so cool though, that we got like a mother Winslow referenced, like, you know, yes. maybe what one, two years before that show even showed up, yeah. you know, I thought that was really kind of interesting. I don't know. I kind of like that like synergy there. Like if, if Eddie from Family Matters is like, you know, I got a buddy who's going to show up. He's uh, he's actually West Philadelphia, born and raised. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, I love like a segue like that. Like, it was just good. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, Larry does show up on Family Matters, but not as Larry. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guy who played Larry, I forget his name now. He showed up on Family Matters, but he was somebody else in a later episode. So And didn't I don't we know. say the guy who played Balky was on step-by-step as right. a different character. That yeah. actor was there. Yeah. Right. Well, that actor was there too. So there's all kinds of, and Steve Urkel was on all of them. Yeah. Right. God. So, we're going to get to, the, we're going to get to those. We'll, that'll be a whole episode. All the yes, Steve Urkel episodes. Yes. Balky doesn't understand why you would want to watch bad movies, bad Halloween movies. So I wanted to ask what your relationship is to bad movies in general. Cause I love bad movies. Love them. People make fun of me all the time. I'm like, oh, I want, I want to watch Drive Angry. It's a terrible movie, but it's so funny. But people are people. Some people tell me that bad movies don't exist that are good. But Those what do you guys are think? Wrong. Those people are very wrong. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, one of my wife, my wife and I love to just go on Netflix and just watch shitty horror movies. Like that's that's what we do to like unwind after our days. Uh, we've lately been watching Indian horror movie, and it is hysterical. If there's not a Bollywood dance at the beginning of the the horror movie now, that's not my movie. All right, I need to see the damn it. I need to see the dancing. Uh, I love it. I love all bad horror movies. I loved all like the sequels, The Nightmare on Elm Street. I loved all the Jasons. I love where he the, took Manhattan. All that stuff. Uh, great, great. There's the one where he's in space, right? Jason, Jason X. Jason, Jason yeah. X. Jason finds kills, Islam. Is that the one where he kills a guy with a guy in a sleeping bag? Yes. Is that that movie? Yes. Yep. Which is actually a throwback to a cut scene from another Jason, right? Yes, yeah, an earlier oh. Jason. In in uh, Jason Takes Manhattan, he boxes somebody on a rooftop and knocks his head clean off. That's also yeah, a really that's good, a good one. <laughs> so that seems to be what Larry is getting at. Balky doesn't understand why you would want to watch movies like that, but we all know why. They're hilarious. Can't get anybody to go to the party, but their girlfriends are there. i confused about the girlfriends. I don't know anything about them. I just, they randomly popped up. I must have skipped when they started dating them. Do you have any background on that? If I remember correctly, I think they live in the building. I think they live like in the apartment over and they're just friends. Okay. Leslie and Marianne are friends. I don't think they're sisters or anything. Yeah, that threw me. I I couldn't remember if they were sisters or not, but you're right. It seems like more like they were roommates with each other. So they eventually get married to them. Yes. And then all four of them live in a house together. (laughs) Awesome. Uh, Greg, remember when we tried that? Yeah, <laughs> that classic. That was good. We we shared probably, a bed though. That was weird. Right, but the thing was, we just married each other. There right. were no girls involved. Right. Oh man, we Perfect. got the whole roommate thing very confused. 
We signed they... up for the wrong paperwork downtown. <laughs> <laughs> we gave it a good seven years, though. So, I mean, we're not quitters. Try. Oh, it just didn't work out. We're still nope. friends. That's all right. We're still good. We're still doing a podcast. So, uh, the girls are not interested in re- in watching a fourth movie or a fourth hour. I don't. I missed that. They, were, they got to. They were halfway through, so they got to hour six. Oh, they got to hour six. Okay, yeah, that's a them. lot of bad, yeah. crappy movies to watch in a row. So they're out. They peace out. Let's talk about what these guys are wearing because I love TJF shows where people are actually wearing costumes and what they actually wear. Balky chicken suit couldn't be better. Nailed it. Nailed it. And he makes a lot of chicken jokes while he's in the suit. And I like how he celebrates his jokes. Like he's like, yes, another good one. There's not <laughs> enough of that in the real world. <laughs> yeah, right. Make a joke and like, yes, go me. <laughs> Larry has he's like part Jason, part knife in his chest. Mm. Right? Is that, yeah. is that he has a hockey mask on, right? Right. He's right. Jason, but also has been stabbed by a Jason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the sequel to Freddy versus Jason. Oh, is Jason that what versus I, Jason? Oh, he's way, way ahead of his time. Yeah, it was a Jason versus Jason. That Hollywood director, if you hear that, that yeah. has to be a thing, right? Circle, C circle, copyright, killer Greg. We need Jason that after this whole mess is over. We need to go to a movie, Jason versus Jason. Jason, Jason squared. I love it. <laughs> Uh, Larry's very excited for the next movie, Invasion of the Body Snatchers, but Balk is out. And he especially doesn't want to watch in the dark, which Larry keeps turning the lights off, laughing at him. What a dick. Larry falls asleep watching Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Waking up the next day, Balk is acting really weird or normal. He's vacuuming furniture. He has magic powers now. He can shoot lasers out of his fingers he makes the milk. He pours a bowl of cereal or a glass of milk for Larry and levitates milk. What else does he do? Some other weird stuff. He's cooking pig stomach for breakfast, which is a bit that happens all the time in Perfect Strangers where he cooks disgusting food that Larry doesn't want to eat. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I know he walks through the door. Yeah. Uh, there is something else he does. That I can't remember now. Oh, he pulls the cup over with his hand. Yeah. Oh, yeah. right, right. Yeah. Yep. Nothing's was... happening, and then he, yeah, attracts right. the He's cup. He's like, oh, you're out of your mind, and then he immediately yeah. does a trick, and mm-hmm. insists he didn't do it. Right. <laughs> Which is funny. Him yes. being like a like a naughty Balky is, <laughs> is kind of funny. <laughs> um, uh, Larry goes to get a coat out of the closet, and a giant pod falls out. He's like, this is a pod. <laughs> This is absolutely aliens. <laughs> Something is wrong. And Balk is like, nothing's wrong. And he disappears through the door somehow. And then Larry goes to work at the Chicago Chronicle. I want to take a second to talk about Woo! the Chicago, how beautiful this Chicago Chronicle building is. I was flabbergasted by how much garbage there was in front of it. <laughs> yeah. like, is there so much? I've been to Chicago and it's a very, it's actually a very nice city now. I don't know what it was now. like in the eighties. Now, but was there so much trash that they spent like all the production crew spent all morning trying to clear it out and they just couldn't. It looked like the Joker. It was just just trash everywhere. <laughs> the city is destroyed. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! It made me laugh because it's like. This newspaper, which newspapers are dead, and yeah. a giant like castle. Oh my god! Yeah, what a bygone era. 
apparently there's five people working there. <laughs> it's yeah. yeah. It's like Larry, Balky, Harriet, what the other one, the advice columnist, and then the mail carrier. And that's it. You have five people in that entire chronicle. They also have that weird boss that shows up later. Um, oh, right. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dickhead yeah. boss, whoever he is. We'll probably get to him at some point because he's in a Christmas episode. Um, so Larry, he decides he's going to read the paper and calm down and see what the bears are up to, which in whatever year this was, they were probably pretty good. Yeah. And in front of the paper says something about like people abducted to planet Meepos. And he's like, what? The f- what the hell? Balky drops from the ceiling. And he says, whoa, what's going on? Something is not right. And he's like, the paper is fine. And it's, it's the funniest like generic city hall budget or uh, city budget approved. But shortly after that, another pod rolls on by on that mail cart. So he's skeptical. Balky tries to use mind control to trick Larry into eating pig stomach, but even mind control won't work. Balky admits he's an alien, but he's a bad alien because he watched horror movies because he got bad thoughts in his head. So he's evil now. That's the part that really sticks out to me from like when I was a kid. I remember Balky flying around going big, bad thoughts. Yeah. Uh, and I adore now as an adult that you can just see the strings holding him up. Yeah, right. And in the 80s, oh, yeah. they were like, ah, good enough. <laughs> <laughs> this is fine. He's like, right. the Peter Pan guys came in. He's good. No. Nowadays, they would have like CGI tentacles popping out of his back and everything. That's just mm-hmm. too much. They would right. they would overdo it. There is a, a quaintness to that old school just practicality to it. And it's all, it's just as scary as if there were CGI tentacles popping out to me. I yeah. don't know. It's, I mean, it's not scary, but you know what I mean. Like, it's just gets, as effective. Gets the yeah. point across very clean and clear. I thought right. it was kind of well done. Like, I mean, obviously they had, like, the, the way the camera was shooting, it was up higher, so they kind of got the full scope of it. You know, you could see the strings, but I don't know. I kind of liked it. I thought that was, like, well done for 1980s sitcom, T, you know, TGIF. So, well done. It even kind of works with strings because it's yeah. like, this is a goofy, weird dream. So right. if he's on strings, it's even funnier. It's even right. weirder. If you were watching this, you don't assume from here on in Balky's evil, like for the rest of the show. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is it. This is it. It is now a drama. I like how his, his reasoning for taking over the planet, just for kicks. Yeah. <laughs> why not? Let's yeah, take over the not? planet. I'm bored. Larry runs home, calls Jennifer, says, you need to come over right now. Something weird's happening. And she's there already in the in the apartment and he tells the story to her and she's like yeah i believe you and he's like i don't know why you would believe me that's weird and she's like because he's hanging out the window right <laughs> he's right there floating outside of your window very funny gag uh that which was is good. good and jennifer is also a pod person so she's yeah. been uh mind controlled or abducted or whatever the hell and balky says we got to get out of here because m- the mama ship is double parked I also like how you can tell if somebody's a pod person by if they're wearing a vest. That right. was very funny to me. I like that a lot. Yes. An obnoxious, like, you know, Eastern European vest. If you have a vest on or he Alien. puts a vest on you, you yep. have been abducted into this group. Uh, everybody's, all the girls are wearing vests. They're all pod people. And then Larry starts, he tries to put the vest, another vest on Larry, and he doesn't want to wear it. But eventually it does, and he floats away, and we find out, he was asleep on the couch. It was all a dream, of course. Wow. Amazing how that happens. That'll never so, happen again. Yeah, we'll never use that plot device ever again. We'll never have that gag in this show, this exact <laughs> episode. 
thing. Again, uh, Larry, in the morning, he wakes up. He checks to see if Balky is nice again and says, what would you do in this situation? <laughs> if your money, your money was stolen, you got kicked in the shins, and someone called your mama or told you that your mama wore army boots. And I forget exactly why, what his, all of his answers were, but they're very silly and very nice. Okay, so his answers were, if you take his money, <laughs> that you spend it wisely. Yes. And if you kick you in the shins, he recommends going to a gym so he can find a better way to express his uh, aggression. <laughs> and if he says his mama wears army boots, he says, you seen mama? How is she? That's great. <laughs> that last one got me. I like the last one. <laughs> uh, Balky's like, you maybe you shouldn't have watched all those horror movies. That's probably why I had this bad dream. And there he says, well, I watched a lot of horror movies because as a child, I ran out screaming from the movie Fantasia with my parents, which I, yeah, yeah. it's kind of a weird movie. It kind is a freaky. weird movie. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. I, I remember as a kid, I didn't like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory because of that one boat scene. That scared the shit out of me, too. So, yeah. you know, I'm with you, Larry. I'm with you. Uh, Jumaji for me as a kid. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. I hated Jumaji. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I ran out of there. Yep. That thundering, uh, like, whatever, the footsteps or whatever. For the drums. Uh, it's super scary. Freak me out. Pee-wee's and, uh, Big Adventure, by the way, got me too. The, the, cl- the clown in Pee-wee's Big Adventure, where he goes out of the parking lot and there's just like clown cackling at him. Mm-mm, mm-mm, yeah. Left the room. Out no. of here. No mark. Mine Don't was want the movie that. Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus. Oh, yeah. I'm still scared of that movie. I'm not watching Sarah, that. Sarah Jessica Parker scared you. <laughs> no makeup needed. That's mean. Oh, so mean. I know. People make fun of her, and that's just rude. I'm sorry. She's adequate. Absolutely. (laughs) She's Matthew Broderick caliber. (laughs) Right? Like, if Matthew Broderick were a friend of yours and showed up with Sarah Jessica Parker, you'd be like, yeah, all right. All right, you each other. Good job, Matt. You did great in glory. Good job. Your equal attractiveness. You're just yeah. right. love right. when that happens. You didn't shoot high. You just right. same. Larry thinks the dream is still going because Balky's running around cleaning the house or something. And every time he turns around, he's not there and thinks it's going on still, but it's not. But another episode of this that we'll see, it is still going on, but not this time. <laughs> you felt that this whole held up from your uh, original viewings? Oh, for sure. I thought this was hysterical. I loved it. I, I, the one thing I, it was kind of struck me as weird is they actually referenced a real movie like invasion of the body snatchers right so was that like public domain at the time like how could you get away with that unless you just threw it in there and said like oh nobody noticed it's perfect strangers so this kind of curious a simpler time though. maybe i don't know yeah, maybe yeah. i mean perfect strangers i think was produced by cbs so maybe same maybe they might have just been the, the right same right right that was very good that's going to be hard to beat I for think. sure let's move to family matter season eight Episode 7, Stevel. Oh, maybe I have lost my mind. No, you're fine, Steve. <laughs> oh, Harry's right. I need to lie down. My name is Stephen Q. Urkel. My IQ is 196. I like cheese. I like Steven, 
<laughs> this might be, you know, uh, somebody on Twitter mentioned us like we we said we were gonna do the Halloween episodes. You got to do Steve. Somebody somebody shouted that out already. That wow. was the first right. thing that they thought Excellent. of. So Steve ventriloquist dummy comes to life on Halloween, wrecking havoc for the Winslow household. We start. Steve has decided he's gonna be a ventriloquist. Oh wait, no, sorry. Back up. We start with the. Hey kids, oh. this this show is really a goofy show, but this is going to be scary. So watch with someone brave. That's what Urkel says. But his brave people are the two nine year old kids that are on the show. I forget their names now, but the attention to detail, the things that they do, like adding that in the beginning, the spooky font that they use, yeah, the funny. They didn't use the usual theme song. I don't think, right? They did not, right? They change things completely up for this. I love that they, the way that they kind of changed it up for this and just made it different because the so, show's been on forever. So there was one thing I wanted to comment, and this is going to be a running theme through all these episodes is the family, whoever in question, whatever show we're watching, the family's Halloween budget is astronomical. They have everybody yeah. has decorated to an insane degree in their living room. You know, I mean, literally every spot in Perfect Strangers, they had like streamers even in the, the Chicago Chronicle. Like everything was decorated. Amazing. Yeah. I wish I had that budget. People yeah. like to make fun of the friends' apartments. Like, oh, no one could ever afford an apartment that large. Yeah. Someone needs to make fun of the <laughs> Halloween decorations at Step by Step Land. <laughs> yeah. My God. So Steve has decided he's going to be a ventriloquist. And he has his own ventriloquist dummy, puppet, whatever you want to call it which is him as a puppet wearing the exact same clothes, which is hilarious. Uh, when you first see it, he, before, before Steve becomes an evil puppet thing, everyone is like, get that fucking puppet out of here. <laughs> <laughs> like, the entire Winslow family is like, no, no, we're not down for this. Get that thing out of here. It's creeping us out. Uh, so he does a little bit of his act, which is <laughs> hilarious because he does the dummy but the voice of the dummy is just normal Jalil White voice yeah, or right. whatever. <laughs> Hilarious. They're like, what is up with your dummy's voice? Why does it sound so normal? <laughs> Which is very silly. Is Steve living in the house? I, we're skipping around on this show. He lives there now, right? He lives there, yeah. He lives with Eddie. With Eddie. I forgot why that happens at some point. Yeah. I, I, is I it above remember. the garage? Is it in? Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. Right. Is the attic? I think Steve's parents kick him out of the house. Or That's, if I remember, maybe they like go on permanent vacation. See, I'm glad you mm. mentioned that because I also have a vague memory of them like kind of abandoning him, but not abandoning him. And the Winslows just took him in because it seemed like his parents just didn't care. So I'm glad you brought that up too. I mean, I'm sure we'll get to it in one episode, but yeah, yeah he lives with them now. Eventually we'll find out why, but watching these kind of out of context sometimes like, whoa, why is he living with them now? He's destroyed half their house. Why would they invite him to live with them? That's very weird. His bed, he has Jordan and Rodman posters. So, and they use them too. Like they yeah. use them in the episode, which is fun. He makes a wish that he'd be able to do ventriloquism better or something. I forget. And lightning strikes Stevel and he comes to life. And boy, does he ever! <laughs> it's he's got the creepiest voice ever. He's so creepy. And uh, Steve tries to lock him away. Tries to throw him out the door. And funny bit where he tries to sh he shuts the door and Scotch tapes it shut after he locks it. Like that's gonna do something. 
And uh, this reminded this whole dummy thing reminded me of just reading Goosebumps as a kid. I don't know. At one hundred percent, that's exactly books. the vibe I got. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Because yeah. there's like a slew of those when we were growing yeah. up, like a slew right. of like the Revenge of the Dummy, Attack of the Dummy. It's like Planet yeah. of the Apes with the dummies. Um, but real age real, of like, dummies. Yeah. <laughs> End game of dummies. Yeah. I think we're there. Yeah. Uh, Steve. Blocks Steve will into like a trunk and <laughs> comes down and tells Carl the dummy's possessed. That dummy ain't no dummy, which is a great line. And Carl's like, You're nuts, even more nuts than you normally are. Mm-hmm. You're fucking nuts. Get out of here. Like, people, I like everybody in the family is now concerned with like his mental health. Like, none of, none of the last seven years right. matters. Like, oh my God, he really thinks that dummy's alive. He needs. Sit down. Take a rest. Now that you live here, we actually have to deal with your mental health. <laughs> Maybe you should see a therapist. Not him, like, transmorgifying into, like, another person in another episode. But, no, this is what sets him off. I'm not it's concerned like, about, what was his name? Raquel. Stefan. Stefan. Stefan, yeah. Stefan. I don't know yeah. why I said Raquel. <laughs> it's not a man's name. Um <laughs> On the trunk that people is locked in, um, there's a sign that says uh, "Beware, evil puppet" or something like that. And the puppet, Stevel, uh, Kill Bills himself. What is that maneuver called? I forget. Where you punch oh, yeah. punch wood enough where you can get out of uh, being buried alive. The like one inch punch thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He right, does the one right. inch punch, gets himself out of there. And then he does this, comes down the comes down the fireplace and says, Eddie. And then I maybe the best line of all yeah. five shows. Where Eddie turns around and goes, Santa? <laughs> <laughs> so earnestly, a 40-year-old Eddie Winslow <laughs> turns around and goes, Santa? Yeah. Uh, and he gets abducted up the chimney by Steve. And then we see Steve driving a car chasing the two kids on their bikes <laughs> what, what how do you get a car how can he drive he can do a lot of things he can even dance we find mm-hmm. out <laughs> i love that dance yeah great dance he turns the two boys into the poster the posters of jordan and rodman <laughs> what a what a power you said that so naturally Ryan. <laughs> you're yeah. like he turns them into a poster and you know and then there was and, it's hard to describe but their faces are in the poster <laughs> yeah right and then he does even more crazy shit because he turns Laura into, I don't know how you describe this. She's in cabinets. She's in yep. the kitchen cabinets, separated by head, legs, yeah. body. Like arms. a magician's trick, like when he kind separates of. the lady, yeah. but uh, in the closet. I like that. I thought that was like a good practical effect because like at one point she kind of like reclines and puts her arms up and like the other half of her body are reacting the same way. Like, I yeah. I thought that was good. I like that a lot. Somewhere George Lucas takes note. Yeah. Like, oh, I can do crazy things with the blue screen. Yeah. A young uh, Jar Jar is formed. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, Harriet as a jack-in-a-box, not as good as the didn't, cupboard Didn't trick. land. No, didn't land. No, 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 no good. I like when Steve just chucks steve That made me laugh. Or he throws him in the fridge like, get out of here. And slams the door shut. And then, of course, he uh, digs out the other side of the fridge and wall. And then Steve comes in and says to Carl, like, watch out, evil puppet on the loose. And Carl is a puppet for steve which is kind of funny. He explains why he's doing all this shit. steve explains to Steve. 
he wants to kill all the Winslows because he wants Steve to go on the road with the ventriloquist act, but reversed Steve will controlling Steve as the puppet. Am I getting that right? <laughs> yeah. I missed something. Totally it is right. Wacky. It, it also is weird that it's not like I want to get them out of the way. It's I want to murder them. Like for a yeah. TGIF, that was pretty yeah, intense. Right. I want to right. kill them. Yeah. Right. I'm putting them just, in cabinets. Right. You could just enact, enact the exact same plan right. without the murder. You could just right. go on the road. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He was afraid. I think he says he is afraid that the Winslows would keep him from leaving Chicago or something. Oh. Like his connection to the Winslows would mean that he would never leave. Like, okay. <laughs> I feel like the Winslows might have might agree to these terms. Yeah. It'd be cool yeah. with him out of it. You You're live like, in our sure. house now. Right. Give it like, a go. You're a great ventriloquist, Steve. <laughs> Whatever you have to do to get that puppet out of my house. That's yes. right. A very funny scene where Steve fights Steve. <laughs> they have a fight, <laughs> and Steve actually rips all the limbs off of Steve, which is <laughs> kind of creepy and weird. Yeah. And then the, the limbs come back together; they come right back on him, and he's about to get killed and choked out by Steve when Eddie wakes him up from a dream. Of oh, course. thank God! Woo! Thank God! Woo. That was close. Oh, I'm, two I was for right. two, dreaming. Yeah. Yep. But then we get Dream Inception because oh, the Eddie wake-up. Two for two dreaming. <laughs> so many dreams. Eddie is doing weird shit, and that's also a dream. Wow. Got it. What a, what a thrill ride. Let me We've just had say. two episodes in three dream sequences. <laughs> just throw that one out there. <laughs> yeah. So, And then at the end of the episode, it's a little fun. Uh, here's how we made this. Here's how we made all these special this. effects. Which yeah, I did cool. too. That was really fun. That was cool. Yeah. 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 I think we need to talk about how Steve was like half just like regular puppet yeah. and also half little person. Right. <laughs> and we were just supposed yes. to be cool with that. Right. Sometimes he has like a little plastic hand that's just waving yeah. around. That's kind of creepy. And then sometimes he break dances or whatever he does. <laughs> it's like, was, whoa. Was Steve played by Simon Birch? I'm to the Google. Find out, but yeah, it was creepy when he was stiff, and then the next frame right. he's running around <laughs> fighting Steve. When that when that episode first launched, and I'm just seeing him because he was first like the wooden puppet that right. they just moved around on strings and stuff. I'm like, oh, okay, this is gonna be. Fun. And then I saw him come down the stairs as a little person. I'm like, yeah. oh, we're doing we're doing this. Okay, we're doing this. Probably yeah. wouldn't fly today. Again, Probably just not. terrible effects. Like you can see the seam of the mask. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In the right. Back. It's very uh, obvious when it cuts around, but also like the when the limbs come back on, that's some <laughs> of the worst. <laughs> that's horrible. And like we said, the Harriet, whatever the hell is oh. going on, Harriet Jack in the Box should have just been cut. Cut that out. Find yeah. something else for Harriet to do. Have her yell at somebody. That's very effective on Perfect nope. Strangers. Never <laughs> berate some people. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Did you find out who was playing that? It keeps telling me who was the voice, but not who the actual uh Steve double, Josh Ryan's Evans. All right, hold on. Yeah, I know the voice was actually like one of the directors of Family Matter. I looked it up because I was curious because it sounded like Robert England to me, and it wasn't. Oh. <laughs> which is which is weird because he would have done anything for a paycheck in the nineties. <laughs> so it was but not it was... a Simon Birch, I'm sorry to say. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. Well, Good that guess. was uh, a very classic episode of Family Matters. And there's a sequel to Stevel, so look wow. forward to that next year. There is a sequel. Crazy. I just found that out. I have watched all these and taken notes and rewritten notes and doing all this stuff, and I just 
20 minutes before this started, looked up a picture of Stevel and I said, Stevel too. Shocked, <laughs> shocked the fucking shit out of me. <laughs> like, I mean, another one of those. Can't wait. Oh, it's going to be fun. All right. Moving to boy meets world. This is one that uh, I think is one of the most classic Halloween TJF episodes that there was season five, yeah. episode 17. And then there was Sean. This doesn't make any sense. It does. If you've seen as many horror films as I have, this is classic. The locked door, the scary janitor, the bloody warning, and our soon to be first victim. Me. Why me? Well, Jenny, it's certainly not going to be any of us. What are you doing? <laughs> and, um, you got to love these uh, Disney Plus descriptions. The kids get a scream out of detention. That's it. That's all wow. we got, Disney Plus. <laughs> this is one I remember very, very well. This was on the list before I even made the list. Yep, me this, too. This, out this of week. all the ones that we've watched, this is the one I have the clearest memory of. Yeah, I remember everything about this except for the weird Jennifer Love Hewitt stuff. I completely forgot how that went down. Yeah, right. I remember her being I... in it, but ooh. I remember her very vividly, all of her scenes in this one, including the weird, like, making out, which even as a kid, I was very like... Very vividly. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> like, oh her my. aggressively making out <laughs> with Sean. Yeah. Whoa. Her uh, aggressively making out with Sean? Did that happen? Was it Sean or... No, that it wasn't was Sean. Eric. It was Eric. Eric. No, it was Eric. Eric. Yeah, and it's the other way around. Eric, She's like, <laughs> being attacked. Yes. There was an assault happening. <laughs> So we talked about this last episode, so we're jumping way ahead from mm-hmm. the last one, but Corey and Topanga are already broken up. <laughs> I love how we have one episode, and we've already talked about, like, Greg was like, are they are they together forever? And we're like, yeah, probably. And then, nope. <laughs> Next episode, episode they're, they're broken up. Uh, everyone is, like, so fucked up by this relationship ending. I don't remember in my life experience having like another person's relationship affect me this much. Right. Oh. <laughs> like, okay, you broke up with, okay, whatever. Like what? It doesn't affect me, right. but it affected Sean so much. <laughs> he was all screwed up in this episode. Uh, a guy, Kenny asked for a pencil from Topanga in, I guess, a sexy pencil asking way. <laughs> <laughs> You have a pencil I can buy? Yeah. <laughs> Sean's like, you shut that down right now. You stop it. How dare you ask for a pencil like that? Uh, Not like he was and, licking it or anything. Like when he got it or anything. Yeah. <laughs> asking for a pencil. Come on, man. Throating the pencil. Yeah. <laughs> That's a sexy way to ask for a pencil from somebody in school. Uh, I. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I like how like all this cast is happening, and and Mr. Feeney, who I said I've said like ten times, this might be the best character of TGIF. This might be oh, Feeney God, is yeah. incredible, and this episode he's incredible, and this scene he's awesome, where he just is like, "Shut the fuck up and let me <laughs> yeah. teach this class." I do not care about your relationships. You know, this is something totally mine. I forgot to bring this up in the last one. They're at I. I never connected the dots that they're making references to him being John Adams. Yes. So that actor, you know, right, was in 1776 as John Adams. Yes. And everything is about John Adams whenever he's around. Like, right. there's pictures of John Adams on the wall. The school yeah. is named after him. Yeah. I just, I never, I didn't connect that. It was so weird. It's very funny to me. Yeah, it is. Me too. This feels like the most meta out of all the ones we've watched. Like, the Boy Meets World. They, they break the fourth wall quite often oh, in this for show. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. 
they go full meta. And yeah. didn't seventeen did seventeen seventy six win an Oscar or something? I, I watched it in high school and I remember being freaked out. Like, oh my I god, that's Mr. So. Feeney. Yeah, he was nominated for a whole bunch of stuff from this it's, one. It was like a big deal that he yeah, was yeah, in yeah, that right. movie. Yep. Uh, I do love that movie though. Yeah. It's pretty good. Uh yeah. he is hilarious in this just yelling at people like I need to I am paid to teach a class, not what does he say? Like read teen beat or something. <laughs> 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 Those magazines when you're like a 12 year old that you want to read about Nick Lachey's relationship status or whatever, <laughs> whatever he likes to eat. Mm-hmm. Um, Food. All right. Me too. <laughs> oh my, we're the same. Awesome. <laughs> we can totally date Nick Lachey. <laughs> um, there's a creepy janitor that shows up. He freaks everyone out in the classroom. And because of all this nonsense, Feeney's just like, I can't deal with you all. Go to detention, which I will then again deal with you all. <laughs> I don't understand why. Short-sighted. He couldn't get another person to cover that for him. but So they have to go to detention. They go there. And if they Feeney leaves and they find out they're locked in. So that kind of kicks off the like weird horror shit. <laughs> they're locked into the classroom. Janitor shows back up. He's in the window, and they, he's so weird, and he won't unlock the door for him. And then one of those, like, what are that, projector screen thing goes flying up, and it says, uh, no one will get out alive in blood on the <laughs> on the chalkboard. And it's on. We're in a full-on horror movie, which Sean is like, I know all about this. I'm going full meta. And he did this in the last episode where... He did. Yeah, is this a trope of Boy Meets World? It is. Yeah. And he's like, classic horror film. We're going to get out of this. First of all, Kenny's going to die first, which I thought Hysterical. was very <laughs> That was really <laughs> good. Yep. And Kenny's like, whoa. And everyone else laughs. And right. It's impending doom. Which is great. Like the throwaway character we've never seen before is like, oh, he's totally dead. And everyone yeah. agrees. Like, yeah, yeah, Kenny's dead. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to take uh, like a weird step out here. This yes. episode reminded me a lot of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Huh. Like, uh, in what way? Weirdly meta and. The gang cares about nothing but themselves. Right. <laughs> yeah. uh, and just like, I can see Sean's reaction to Topanga and Corey breaking up exactly like a Charlie thing would do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like just being really upset about something normal. Yes. <laughs> um, I don't know what it was, but there was something about this episode that just really struck me as that. I wonder oh. if you were to cut it and put the, like the, I, I that music in there, it would be, uh, it would be close. Like, and they're just so insensitive to the Everybody. rickety cricket of this episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's true. You know, even then, like they're, 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 they're basically insulting the janitor. Like the right, guy right. who's just back there just doing his job. Yeah. Like, totally ignoring him, which by the way, for high school janitors, he's not that creepy. Let's be honest. We've, no, we've all like seen four out of 10. Yeah. yeah. He's not that bad. So would no. Frank and Feeney be the same character? It- oh, of course. <laughs> so wow. I just start shooting. Everything <laughs> you say, like as more, the more you say about it, the more it, it clicks. Like I'm it is. You, I know it's a weird observation, but the whole time, especially that joke about, like, of course, we're, we're not going to die. That's an "It's Always Sunny" joke. That's wow. You know who directed a lot of "Always Sunny" episodes? Fred Savage. Fred Savage. Wow. Fred Savage's brother. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. Mind blown. <laughs> wow. Amazing. Lights go out. Kenny is killed by a pencil in his head. Mm-hmm. Of course, he dies. 
and pretty then, graphically oh, actually like yeah, that was this, did not expect that on a disney plus let me back <laughs> up real quick because jack and eric showed episodes. what's that two south park references yes oh yeah yeah we get that yeah uh, cause Jack and Eric show up. Let me back up. They show up cause they were playing basketball in the high school gym, even though they're fucking out of college or in college. I'm not really sure. <laughs> they're very old and they're back at the high school playing basketball one-on-one. There's no other place to play basketball one-on-one. So they're like, uh, has anything weird happened? And they go, yeah, there was blood in the showers. And then, uh, they're like, well, how's the water pressure? It's good water pressure. <laughs> blood good. in the showers. Sean thinks that Feeney is behind all this as a lesson. Nobody's really dead, but Feeney's trying to trick him. And they do the South Park killed Kenny reference. And he dies. And like shortly after that, Eric is like, oh my God, the basketball is gone. Oh, phew, it's right here. No, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> they find out they can't get out of the school. Goofy music, like spooky music's playing over the speakers. And then we find Feeney and they're like, oh, Feeney, son of a bitch. You, you'll... Oh, Frank, <laughs> what kind of scheme are you trying to pull on us? And then I find out that he's dead. He's got a knife in his back. He falls down and dies. And they're like, oh, shit. So they run back into the classroom. And then maybe uh, one of the best, <laughs> another uh, candidate for best joke of all five of these shows. It's like Sean explains how horror movies work and virgins never die in horror movies. And da, 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 da. <laughs> and then Eric and Jack are like, Feeney's not a virgin and like, <laughs> celebrate his not being a virgin even though he's like a 75 year old man all of that epi- all that scene is hysterical where they're all discussing who's a virgin and who's not yeah. every one of those jokes is funny yes sure. there's many Sean in is there. like, i'm like the closest to being dead without actually being killed <laughs> like i thought that was funny <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. he never quite made it there uh, right. what does Corey says like well i'm thanks. safe thanks to you yeah <laughs> thanks for saving you're, me yeah you're brute ass <laughs> even though we've been together for 20 years <laughs> uh so the janitor's trash bin rolls by they find the dead janitor in there so he's not at fault uh the screen guys running around, whatever his name is, I forget now. But Ghostface is the scream dude. I don't know what. So he's got a skull mask though, instead of the because of copyrights and and rights <laughs> and all that. I'm sure. So he's running around, uh, scaring people, scaring the audience, I guess, because they never really see him until the end. Um, and then they decide the killer has to be one of them, so it has to be one of the one of the kids. Uh, and then Jennifer Love Pfefferman shows up. Yeah. Uh, what? <laughs> did not see that coming. Jennifer Love Hewitt walks out and she's in I Know What You Did Last Summer, which must have just come out. It literally did. For I sure. looked this up. It was like that movie, which was a huge movie at the time. Yeah, that massive was movie. Right before this episode. Wow. So I'm like, how did how did you pull that one off? <laughs> like they must have known it was gonna be a massive hit or something. Right, right. right. So they're referencing Scream, but I know what you did last summer, Star shows up. And Eric assaults her as we- <laughs> Yes, he does. It's, it's gross. Weird. Yeah, I was watching this really with my weird. girlfriend and I felt uncomfortable. I'm like, wow. <laughs> We're gonna have to have a conversation. Oh my God. <laughs> like this is gonna lead to some some talks. <laughs> it's I, what? Like, it he was, says she says like hello and he just bam, he's on her like right. like it flies was on so shit. Weird and aggressive that I thought I had missed something and like she was a regular and they were dating. Right, and and she was like, "Oh, you're friendly, totally okay with this assault happening to her, and like being right. pinned up against some lockers." It was weird. It was definitely yeah, weird. She's like, "Oh, 
Yeah. I, what is this? He's Eric is That's so. That's a crime. Yeah. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I'll tell you what it is. <laughs> uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt and Angela have a scream off because uh, Angela's been screaming very well during the whole episode, and she gets jealous when Jennifer Love Hewitt shows up and starts making out with dudes and screaming better than her. <laughs> actually really funny like that funny. Was, it was good like them referencing the fact that she screamed all the time <laughs> anytime yeah. she saw anything was good and this was a good climax yeah they're like sell, like good scream great yeah, scream right. angela i like angela as a character i, I thought yeah. she was good so scream killer calls because of course he does and eric answers the phone and then rips the phone off the hook but then still can talk to the uh <laughs> the scream guy and he says he's going to kill everybody. So they decide, let's go hide in the library. When they go there, Scream Guy pushes books onto Jennifer Love Pfefferman. And she dies <laughs> from books falling <laughs> on top of her. And we lose Feffy. Oh, Feffy. Man. She's dead. And then Eric dies because more books get pushed onto him. Jack, because Eric is dead, he says, I can't afford rent, so I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> I, what could the rent possibly be for those two? Let's be honest. Oh $800,000. <laughs> they don't have jobs. They play basketball all day. They At their old things. high school. Yeah. <laughs> What do they make? How do they make money? I don't know. But he gets up there. He tries to kill himself. And uh, Angela gets up there and is like, you don't need to kill yourself because Sean's also your roommate. So it'll be fine. And then they both get pushed out the window and die. And then we find out the killer who unmasks is Sean. And there's two Sean's. And Sean wakes up from a dream. (laughs) What is this? Dream number four? Dream four. four, Episode three. Dream four. And he wakes up from a dream and he comes to this like philosophical dream conclusion that you can't depend on anything because Corey and Topanga's relationship was so important to him. He can't depend on anything now. And that's why they're all in detention because of his weird actions, which is true because he was being weird in class but also it made me laugh because our last episode we talked about people telling us your dreams and how annoying that is and that's exactly what happens here uh-huh. let me tell you about my dreams and then after that i'll tell you about my uh, minecraft uh, <laughs> <laughs> that i built you're gonna want to know about every detail oh man so Feeney's like yeah, yeah okay get the hell out of here you learned your lesson you goofy kids get out and they all leave and then Feeney, we go to credits and then we get a, a dream sequence from Feeney. Five, five dreams, five dreams now. And Feeney, this is amazing. Feeney in class and everyone is awesome and he's teaching the shit out of this class. Everyone is so good. They know oh, yeah. everything. He calls on them and he's like dancing in his seat like, yeah. Everyone knows everything. <laughs> <laughs> I am so good. And then he wakes up and it's the reality of the horror that is teenage class. Mm-hmm. Everyone's just crazy. And he holds the scissors like he's going to kill somebody. <laughs> he's like, oh! And then uh, he leaves and class is dismissed and the killer walks out. So, oh, is it real or really not? Is it another dream? We don't know. Disney. <laughs> <laughs> Scissor murder. Disney. Oh, my God. Yeah, but I love that little section where he's like, teaching the hell out of class yeah right yeah his own dream which was fun but 
Yeah, this one is weird. So I feel like it's probably not going to be in the top. I remember it the most, but it's pretty wacky. Some good jokes in there, but some, uh, I, really I don't know. Like this episode. Not my favorite. Boy, yeah. I really like this episode. You did? Yeah. <laughs> also, I know because they were also like kind of big at the same era, but I, it, there's no reason to get them confused, but I get Jennifer Love Hewitt and Sarah Michelle Geller confused all the time. Yeah. For sure. Like when I first saw her, I'm like, oh, Sarah Michelle Gellar. How about, how, how fun? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, never mind. Girl. <laughs> all right. I know this is changing topics and I'm sorry, but I looked up 1776 and I have to read you these two scathing reviews. Oh, yes. <laughs> okay. This, this is, is great. This is on the Wikipedia. Apparently it was not well received. Oh, no. This, this is from the New York Times. Uh, the music is resolutely unmemorable. The lyrics sound as if they've been written by someone high on root beer. <laughs> high on root beer? When was this written? In, in 1776? Yeah. <laughs> and then Roger Eber, I love this. This is a little bit longer. This is an insult to the real men who were Adams, Jefferson, Franklin, and the rest. Oh, my God. The performances trapped inside these roles, as you might expect, are fairly dreadful. <laughs> oh, insult to the men. Yeah, wow. boy, I can I can't hardly bear to remember the songs, much less discuss them. Perhaps wow, it is just too damn bad. This movie didn't take advantage of its right to the pursuit of happiness. I have come to the conclusion that one useless man is called a disgrace, that two are called a law firm, and that three or more become a congress. And by God, I have had this Congress for 10 years. Holy shit. Wow. How would they have responded to Hamilton? Like, I mean, like, if if they're that upset with 1776. Grossly infactual. Right. (laughs) Rap wasn't invented until the 70s. (laughs) (laughs) Hamilton confirmed, not Puerto Rican. A disservice to the real Hamilton. Hamilton. (laughs) Wow. I did not expect that. I thought, yeah, right. Who could be that that mad about 1776? I have like very fond memories of that. And I'm not into musicals, but I remember liking that. So it's weird. (laughs) Wow. Damn. Uh, Another one I remember as a kid very well, Step by Step, season four, episode six, Something Wild. Mark gets in trouble when he gets involved with a wild girl from school. Frank and Carol host a Halloween party. Cody makes the Guinness Book of World Records with the help of a pumpkin. This is a lot of description. It's really just Mark is horny. The end. (laughs) Sure is. I'm going to take these eggs down the street and have some real fun. Uh, I presume we're not making Denver omelets for the neighbors. <laughs> not unless they want to scrape them off their front door. Come on, let's go. I can't leave my own party. I wouldn't feel right about it. Wild thing, I think I love you. <laughs> Uh, I seen I've seen this one a lot. I've seen this one a lot. I don't remember if she comes back. I feel like Wild Girl JJ Jenkins, which sounds like a wrestling name, mm-hmm. uh, comes back. I think she does, but I'm pretty sure Mark is very involved in this season of Step by Step because he's in Beethoven. 
I'm pre- oh my god, you're right. Oh. Yes, holy, I forgot all about that. He's in the uh, whatever his name is, the actor right. is in is the lead actor in Beethoven, and there was like 18 Beethovens. There's yeah. so many of them, right? And that was a hit. I'm pretty sure, sort of a hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It must have been because they made so many, but. Yeah, so I think they were like, oh, we have a diamond in the rough here. Let's go with Mark. It's like a major guy in this show, and it is weird. <laughs> you could have honestly picked almost any other kid and had a better run with it. It's almost it's very silly. It's very silly. So uh, it It is crazy that this bad girl is our first Oscar nominee. What? Right? It's Michelle Williams. Oh it my is? god, is it? Yes. No. Wow. Fantastic actress. Actor. <laughs> I'm almost 100% sure. Holy shit. So, four-time Oscar nominee, Michelle Williams. Bad oh girl, lover of Mark. She should have won an Emmy for this, and she yeah, could right? be closer to her EGOT. <laughs> <laughs> let's also give Mark credit. For aiming high and trying to date a twenty-two-year-old because she was way older than he was in this. <laughs> she is so much older. <laughs> the ages. Oh the my ages. god! Oh. Holy shit! That's Michelle Williams. That's so Michelle weird. Michelle Williams. Oh my god! In Step by Step. Oh my god! That was I also, quite. I also found out today, like the middle girl child, the younger one who was um, like Patrick Duffy's daughter, the like forty one. Yeah, wow. right. She went on to do like quite a bit. Like she does a lot of like voice acting now. She does yeah. stuff for like um Family Guy. She's like, you know, uh, which is weird because I don't recognize anybody else doing anything other than Patrick Duffy and Suzanne Summers. She directed so. she's a director. She directed yeah. the Goldbergs, uh Whoa. which is a funny show. Yeah. Yeah. Good she's done a lot of stuff. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. She's still around working. So Al. Yeah, well. Right. Christine Lakin. Good yeah. for yes, her. that's right. Yes, yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, no one else is really working from this show. Who else is working? Like Suzanne Summers is not working because she's right. Fucking but, Suzanne Summers. She's like probably like, a hundred by now. Yeah, and like Patrick she Duffy looks great is, though. She's absolutely. Like, Duffy's not doing anything either. He's got that Dallas money, right? Yeah, right. But like, I mean, you don't, they don't have to do anything. Like, you know them. Like, all right, we got them. But you know, like, right? JT. Nope. Cody. No. Cody's uh, in jail, probably. Yeah, I'm gonna say Cody had some issues. <laughs> I, I'm. We'll get there someday, but I'm pretty sure that got reversed. I think it was a. I'm pretty sure. Oh. I have to look that up to be sure, but I'm pretty sure he didn't. He didn't do what they said, and it got reversed. But I thought maybe, he got like addicted to heroin or something. I thought it maybe was, that happened. I don't know. <laughs> maybe you know the problem. There was some kind of domestic <laughs> dispute. Yes, that, that's what I remember. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, right. and he was off the show. That's why right. Balky comes in, right? Yep. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah, they but, wrote him off, but he showed up late like he the last back. couple of episodes right he came i'm pretty back. sure because yeah. it was all like a pro like it was all not true or something and he came back right i would have to look that up to be sure but no one else is who else is working from this show I, i'm trying to think if there's any mark isn't working brendan no. we know he disappeared and never worked again <laughs> to, <laughs> yeah. to the basement with you <laughs> he's still in the step-by-step yep. like about studio <laughs> <laughs> uh so cody is, has grown the, the world's largest pump, pumpkin and he's gonna make it a jack-o'-lantern and get into the guinness book of world records uh he grew the pumpkin it's like 20 feet tall it gets dropped off in the driveway and 
they ask, how the hell did you do that? And he says, with the power of dance and prayer? I don't <laughs> Just danced around it in a group. This dude gets high in his van, goes oh. out and like trips mushrooms yep. and dances around pumpkins and, and then it all works out for him, you know? That's a dream right there. <laughs> My God. Carol says like the day before Halloween, let's have a Halloween party. Why not? <laughs> we got tons of money. Mm-hmm. Let's have a Halloween party. Even though there's multiple episodes where they talk about how they have no money. Right. The last they have- episode, they had no money. <laughs> <laughs> there's other ones where they like, we got to figure it out. Yeah, <laughs> like, right. We're dirt poor. We live in a $500,000 house, <laughs> yeah. but we're dirt poor. Uh, so they're going to have a Halloween party. And she's like, Frank, let's dress up in costumes. And he's like, I'm not doing that shit. You're going to make me wear a weird costume. And she's like, you love wearing costumes when we have sex. <laughs> in front Ryan, of everyone. Ryan is not exaggerating. This is That's exactly how it went. Like, when we bone, like, you love the cosplaying and shit. And he's like, yeah, you know what? I really do enjoy that. That's right. And their daughter is just like, eerily eating cereal like trying to like fade in the background how much therapy are we gonna need after you talk about your sex in front of us in that Uh, moment she's taking as many mental pictures as she can so that she can recount the trauma later yeah smart Mm -hmm. Uh, could you imagine just oh my eating breakfast and having your parents be so open about sex in front of you Open about sex, weird enough. Talking about, like, cosplaying during it. Right. Not even like, oh, you and your mom had and I had a good time last night. Like, boy, your dad really loves when I play this very specific character (laughs) from Star Trek. When I dress up as the Borg. Yes. (laughs) Patrick Duffy loses his mind. (laughs) When I assimilate. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's it's even weird to watch. It's weird it's to watch. So much. <laughs> it's so much. And uh I don't know if they were like, you guys gotta talk about like, was that like we need to add more sex into step by step? <laughs> Is like, that like the network? <laughs> that's what the test market asked for. <laughs> These you know all require mean? elaborate costumes. Is she like sitting around the table like at <laughs> night? Yeah. Sewing Star Trek uniforms together right. in front of her children, be like, "Oh, I'm not, I'm not going to sew the bottom of that pants." <laughs> and the <laughs> we're going to skip that. <laughs> I'm aware of this not for long, but I'm aware of this. Yeah. <laughs> the and the original series costumes were like skirts and boots and all that right. stuff. Like right. it's not like like a jumpsuit. <laughs> Mark, watch hell? watch me sew this condom pocket into your dad's sweater. <laughs> board. I wonder why Mark is so fucked up in this episode. Oh my god! Um, <laughs> I just like the idea of her like sewing a Gorn costume <laughs> with the crotch out. He's into furries. <laughs> Frank's really into furries. Frank, how tall are you? <laughs> Got it. So, so, so. Uh, Mark says a lot of things now after they leave. He's like, I'm I'm planning on putting the moves on J.J. Jenkins. And puberty has kicked in, which I don't think any human has ever said aloud. Mm-mm. And then he's like, I'm on the prowl and I'm all man. You know, he's, it's just funny. He's a nerd and he's saying like sexy hunk things. Yeah. And it's funny for a nerd to say that. So to Mark, his sister, by the way. Yeah. Like our, our stepsister, but still weird. Yeah. To Al. He's like, yeah, I'm, right. I'm going to do this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, 
So Mark meets up with JJ in school and she barely knows who he is. And he's like, come to my Halloween party. <laughs> I know who you are. He's like, I'll do your homework, which I'm super smart. You're in like 12th grade. I'm in like <laughs> sixth grade. I'll do your 12th grade homework for you. So she's like, cool, whatever. I'll, I'll go. I'll, she gets like excited at the idea. She's going to corrupt yeah. him. Is right. that- she likes a challenge. She likes a challenge. Yeah. yeah. Cody is outside getting his pumpkin ready to be a jack-o'-lantern. He's scooping the seeds. He's going to carve the face. He uses C4 to explode. I like this joke. He uses C4 to explode a perfectly carved pumpkin pumpkin face onto a pumpkin and all the, like, goop fall on the kids. I think the joke about them putting their fingers in his ears and then him yeah. continuing to talk to them. I think that's yes. a very funny joke. Also, I love that he says, like, whoa, it worked. He's like, I thought it was going to yeah. take out half the house. <laughs> like, he just went in thinking that was going to happen and still did it. Like, I love that. Carol and Frank debut their Halloween costumes. Carol is a very sexy Jane, and Frank is a real goofy Tarzan with the stuffed monkey. <laughs> and he's so pissed about it like i can't believe you're making me wear this shit and she's like i'll make up for it later i'll give explicit detail to the rest of you <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> wait till the kids all get here <laughs> i'm gonna swing from all the vines and then i'll <laughs> let you know uh another like weird reference from other more popular shows <laughs> oh yeah evis and butthead oh. guys show up right Super weird. You remember this remember. gag at all from none the original run or originally watching it? Like I had completely forgotten about these guys. Two guys who are just Beavis and Butthead, right? In real life, yeah. yeah. I don't know but why. They're still playing the character, right? Yeah, I guess. Okay. And they make references like the rest of the cast are like these weirdos <laughs> think they're Beavis and Butthead, <laughs> right? It's Very so strange. weird. Uh, that did understand. not work for me. Whatever it's this not joke good. is, it's not good. I mean, it's... at the time, Beavis and Butthead was such a jarring show. Like, I mean, it like it scared the hell out of people who would probably normally watch TGIF. So yeah. to like see these characters in like a, a a safe environment must have been a treat because they weren't like you know the real thing. But really weird, really strange. Took me out of yeah. it a little bit. It's yeah. like they. They're just shooting at all their bullets. Like, what else can we stick in this thing? What else can we stick in this episode? Uh, so JT invited them. This is JT's only appearance in this episode, which is kind of mm-hmm. weird. He invites them to a Halloween party to creep on his stepsisters. What a fucking dick. <laughs> a little funny. He, he yeah. told them that, like, they they really do want to date both of you. So why don't you come to our Halloween party? It doesn't work have- out for them. I have no memories of that middle sister, that the older one who's like into fashion, who dressed as a mermaid. Total shock None. when I saw her. Right, I was like, "Who the hell is this? A friend?" I'm like, "Oh no, there is another one I never, you know, knew about or remembered." Yeah, so, crazy. she was like supposed to be like the cool, hot one when it first right. started, and then she it, really fades out. Basically, it, she's still rem- around, but yeah, it reminded me. I think she did like fashion stuff. I think like toward the end, that's yeah. what she does. That's the only, like, glimmer of a memory I have for her. There's not a lot going on there, I don't think, with that character. There's so much stuff with, like, Dana and whatever, all the crap yeah, oh, she yeah. does. And there's a bunch of stuff with Al once they realize, like, oh, Al's good at acting and hot, yep. so we're going to give her a lot of stuff to do. And JT has, like, a pretty heavy role, like, as it goes on. I was yeah. like, I, I like the JT stuff. I did like him. 
So yeah, I yeah, he was super cool. Yeah, you know, uh, but he's not in this episode at all. He's no, just this no. is one thing, and that's it. Party's on. Cody is dressed as a chef. Is he supposed to be Swedish chef or yeah. don't just, just a just a chef with a mustache? Guy. Yeah, pizza guy. Yeah, yeah. like guy um, who makes pizza. You know, Mar- <laughs> Mar- in the driveway. <laughs> Come to my pizza shop in the driveway. <laughs> in my van. <laughs> it's not weird. Mark comes down. I, I describe it as Michael Jackson's bad cover. That's what he's dressed as with a, yep. it's a fake mohawk on because he's going to be cool, bad to the bone, Mark, which yeah. is very <laughs> creepy and weird. <laughs> JJ gets to the party. She has a tattoo and Carol you know, hates her already. She's mm-hmm. like, this person has a tattoo. There's such a weird tattoo thing in like the 90s where like, yeah, you have a tattoo. Oh, my God. Now, if you don't have a tattoo, you're, you're a weirdo. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. No, you're so, right. Uh, tattoos are everywhere. Everyone has them. Like, yep. it's so normal to have mm-hmm. plenty of tattoos. It's not a big deal. But in the 90s, if you had one tattoo, holy shit, you're weird. I, I mean, I guess it is a little weird on a kid, right? Yeah, if we're to assume she is actually in like ninth grade or whatever right. this is supposed to be, and it's eighth a grade. high schooler. It's probably peculiar. I mean, yeah. I guess. I yeah, but I mean, she was thirty-two, so I mean, it was fine. I have no no problem. Michelle <laughs> Williams was like one year away from being in yeah. Drive or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Aim high, Mark. Aim high. That's my man. So she's like, this party's stupid. We're gonna go egg houses, and he's like, I don't want to do that. That's weird. And she gives him a kiss, and he's like, I'm in. I'll do whatever you want. Like any dumb man would do. That's accurate. (laughs) Okay, I'll do whatever you want. I never, I I think I maybe egged one house one year. I don't remember that being a thing. There's no way. Did you guys egg any house? No, No, I didn't. I I remember even I had toilet paper once, and I like half-assed threw it over a tree down my street. Like I knew the person who lived there, and I'm like, and I ran away, and that was it. It's just... I mean, I used to, yeah, I used to do dumb stuff as a kid to people's houses, just in general. But I knew them, so, like, yeah, you know. But I didn't, I don't remember throwing, I remember one year we were gonna, like, everybody got together, we're gonna throw eggs, and then somebody brought beer, and we're like, oh, just drink beer instead. (laughs) It's just a smarter play. Much better. Uh, So, we're back at the party, and Beavis and Butthead are hitting on Dana and Karen, and Dana's like, you guys are boobs, get the hell out of here. (laughs) And they just... And there's more. She berates them more, but they just stop at the word boobs because they're Beavis and Butthead. And they're like, you said the word boobs. And basically, Frank is like, get the fuck out. <laughs> Mark doesn't want to throw eggs. And he gets to the house. He's like, no, nah, I don't really want to do this. But then he starts doing it. And he's like, this is really fun. I'm just going to keep doing this and celebrate how cool I am. And then a cop comes up and arrests him. <laughs> <laughs> it says freeze dirt bag. <laughs> this cop is funny. This lady cop is so funny. Yeah. She's from stuff. I feel I like think she was in that she, show yeah. popular. She's really? Been, you know, that Ryan yeah. Murphy, Murphy show from 2000 that no one remembers. <laughs> I want to say she's in more step by step. I, I think she may show up again, but I'm not huh. sure. Okay. Not sure, but she's pretty funny. She arrests Mark for throwing the eggs. Like the paperwork alone would not be worth oh, yeah. throwing a child. Like just <laughs> on Halloween night too. Yeah. Just yeah, like, eh. is, yeah. 
So the cop brings Mark back to the house and says, Mark's like, just send me to jail. I actually don't want to go home. And she's like, well, moms are worse than jail. And uh, probably not. <laughs> Jail's pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, so Carol's like, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm coming for you. I'm going to get, you know, I'm going to get you in the kitchen and take you down a few pegs, give you a stern talking to. And once she gets Mark in there, he's like, let's talk about my sex life. And she's like, this is weird. Even though she talks about sex all the time, <laughs> she can't listen to Mark talk about sex. He's like, I'm going to turn the tables on you. She's like, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> Which is what all the kids should always say. Mm-hmm. So Frank has to take over and give an explanation on Mr. Brain versus Mr. Hormone, which is pretty funny. Mm-hmm. And even like references at one point, like, you know what I'm really saying, right? And yeah. Mark's like, I know. I'm like a fucking genius in this show. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in I'm in 12th grade with Michelle Williams yeah, right now. Yeah. <laughs> That's how smart I am. I'm nine grades above. She's nine grades back. So we meet in the middle. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of stuff in there where Frank is basically admitting like, I'm not over my weird sex stuff from when I was a kid either. <laughs> <laughs> Mark's like, have you gotten over? Have you gotten over your urges? And Frank's like, yes, (laughs) absolutely. Right. That's why you and my your mother and I talk about our sex lives and around children. I'm totally over it. That's why we have the sex board on the refrigerator. (laughs) (laughs) It gives you a little check mark if you complete. Right. That's why I was fitted for a Gorn costume a couple hours ago. A crotchless Gorn costume. Oh my god. That's why I was beamed up last night. Yeah. You know what I mean? I can explain it if you need to. No, or draw draw a diagram. Right. On let's go to the sex let's, board. Let's go to the flow chart on the sex board. Here I have these dolls. I can <laughs> exactly what I did. They are anatomically correct. To your mother. To your mother, by the way. Yeah. I'm not your real dad. <laughs> Oh, God. Uh, Mark is so <laughs> hot under the collar. He even thinks that the lady cop is hot. He wanted, he's the hot the lady cop. And uh, Frank's like, well, you are in deep trouble. Yeah, that was funny. It's going to be a long, <laughs> a long few years for you. We're going to have to clean socks every afternoon. <laughs> and knock before we come into your room. All right. That one is was fun. I don't know if that's a top a top level one. I don't think so. It's probably no. low. My biggest problem is I got the pumpkin blue balls. We never got resolution to the Guinness World Record story. Right. He, he, he said the people outside. were outside, yeah. but then we uh, never see it. Like, come on. Like, that's such an easy, like, after credits joke. Like, come on. Come up with something. We had no after credits anything. It just ends. No. No. Very bizarre. So that's probably at the bottom of the list, I'm guessing. Uh... And then finally, we are here. We have reached the moment where we talk about dinosaurs. Uh, Sing it, Greg. You lost me, bud. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Talking about theme songs, this is a good one. This is a good one. It is. Very catchy. This would be good. Uh, uh, When I originally was putting this list together, I'm like, oh, dinosaurs. Every tgf shows on a streaming service dinosaurs <laughs> must be no it's not nope. it's absolutely not you cannot nope. find it but there are ways we did find it 
Mm-hmm. So yeah, we'll have to watch out for that next time. I don't want to hang in with Mr. Cooper. You know, if we get into oh, that. Hang on, Mr. Cooper's on Hulu. Oh, is yes, it? Okay, yes, yeah. 100%. Well, because Michelle Tanner is in the first episode of Hang With Mr. Cooper. So I feel like Michelle Tanner in other episode things. Yeah, that's we'll going to come up. That'll it come is up. We'll get there. very weird that Dinosaurs isn't on Disney+. Plus. Like, I feel like they got that's got to roll out Super soon, weird. right? Because that's Jim Henson. Yeah, like, that's right. exactly what they bought. Like, it's weird that it's not there. I don't understand. Yeah, it's, it's very bizarre. Mm-hmm. And the show is like secretly beloved like if you look up stuff like when i was reading some of the comments and threads about it it's like people love this show like it's so surprising love this show it it was so ahead of its time with just obviously like how it was filmed and the concept of it but also the humor was very un-tgif for like a large part of it so yeah it was was a lot more skewed like adult and kind of like i wouldn't want to say edgy but different humor so uh perfect strangers we didn't talk about this but perfect strangers i remember like when i was a kid it was the show my parents would watch at the end more so than like i was like oh yes perfect strangers for whatever reason i remember them being and i remember watching them and liking it but it wasn't like in my top five at the time but Mm -hmm. it was like the anchor at the end like stick around parents it'll be funnier later for you (laughs) um and dinosaurs is like kind of that show a little bit for this it is there's some really interesting things in here that are funny and dinosaurs floated for a while like it was on tgif for i think like two or three seasons but then it went to fox and fox yeah fox had it i still remember this fox had dinosaurs at 7 30 simpsons at 8 and the critic at 8 30 and it was like i loved that like back to back to back show like sequence it was great wow and then it got super dark at the end. <laughs> yeah, they, that's crazy. We'll, be, we'll talk about that one one day. I cannot wait to get to that. The last episode of Dinosaurs. I am fascinated by that. Oh, my it's God. Like, anyway. All right. We'll yeah. get there another day. This is Dinosaurs Season 3, Episode 5, Little Boy Blue. That's another thing I messed up. I thought it was called Wereman, but it's Little Boy Boo. <laughs> hey, don't you ever scare me like that again. Scaring someone like that is not funny at all. Yes, it is. I scared you. I scared you. Ha, ha, ha. You think you're pretty funny, don't you? I'm a scream. Uh, Robbie tells us tells the baby a frightening Halloween story to scare him, but it doesn't count on baby's overactive imagination. Um, the family is going out to the daughter. I forget her name now. The daughter's school play because dinosaurs is like basically real life, except for mm-hmm. dinosaurized. Um, so they have like microwaves and fridges and TVs and school plays and stuff. But the people, there are people in it, as we mm-hmm. see later. Even though there were no people during dinosaur time, there are people in this. And they're like the weird animals. Like the caveman yeah. people are like the weird animals in it. That's kind of funny. It's clever. Um, so uh, Robbie's like, oh, I'll babysit because I'd rather kill myself and he gives explicit details about how he would do it if he had to go watch the school play. So <laughs> that's kind of <laughs> adult, adult humor. Uh, Ed comes in, and he has been in the car with the moms. I'm going to mess up all the names. The mom's no, mother-in-law for 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Can't take it anymore. The way he does it is funny too. It's like this. It's just like this angst yes. and anger. Ten minutes. Ten it, minutes. The music plays like it's some going to be some huge reveal. Like I've yeah. been 
sitting in the car with your mother for yeah. 10 minutes. Baby is trying to get cookies before his dinner is done. And Baby is really the star of this whole thing. He's the, he's got all the catchphrases. He's the Steve Urkel of this thing. So he's going to try to get cookies and Robbie catches him and he's like, don't eat those cookies, spit them out. And he pretends to choke on the cookies and die. (laughs) (laughs) And we know he's not dead because he keeps looking up and winking, but baby dying. We're already into baby dying territory. (laughs) Dinosaurs. And Robbie is like, I've killed my younger brother. This is horrible. I need to remember that emergency number real quick to get an ambulance over here. And baby's like, sign on one. (laughs) <laughs> and he turns to him and like realizes he's not dead. <laughs> Calls fake nine one one and says like, "Oh, so this baby is dead? What do I what do I do? <laughs> uh, if he's actually alive, I'd actually beat him up. I beat the tar out of him. I think is what he says. And baby uh, laughs in his face. This is baby outsmarting everybody. Uh, so Robbie uh, is like, you know what? You're going to bed. You're out of here. I'm not dealing with this shit. <laughs> You're done. And he's like, no, I don't want to go to bed. You got to tell me a story. So like, okay, you want to be scary? I'll tell you a scary story. So <laughs> we get to see Robbie and his date, another dinosaur, walking through a dinosaur graveyard. <laughs> <laughs> this show is so weird. It's uh, <laughs> really weird. <laughs> it's so weird. And Robbie gets bitten by a human caveman who is a wolf man so we're going into <laughs> werewolf territory here yeah. um and his date actually saves him from this caveman by clubbing <laughs> the caveman in the back of the head probably killing him so robbie says the cut's not that bad but he passes out and then we find out the cut hasn't healed over multiple days and it's really weird so he goes to find a fortune teller <laughs> And the fortune teller is the mother-in-law, right? Yeah, the grandmother. Yeah, the yeah, grandmother. yeah. Oh, what's ah? Uh, I can't remember I can't, her name now. Yeah, they don't say it. They just say yeah. fortune teller. It begins with an E. It begins with an E. Edna. So, I want to say Estelle, but I think that's wrong too. Uh, so, be it. I'm looking it up. They go there. He goes to this weird thing, and this is a funny scene where he goes to the fortune teller. He's like, "I have a cut that won't heal. It's pretty weird. Can you help me with that?" And she's like, "Yeah, sure, I can help you with that." But nobody, nobody really comes out here for anything. And then he's like, "I also have this weird mark on my hand." She's like, "Oh, well, Sonny, that's for an amusement park. You can get back in for no charge." He's like, "No, no, no. I mean, this devil pentagram." So I'm just like, "What?" So. He's going to become a wolf man. The only way he's going to be able to get rid of this is by clubbing himself with a silver club made of pure silver. Um, and he's like, will I be cured? And she's like, yeah, of the wolf man thing, but you're going to have extensive injuries. After that. <laughs> you club yourself senseless. <laughs> so he, what does he say? The, all the stores were sold out of silver clubs. Yeah. Yeah. So he has to use a spoon and it's just not working. So he eventually does turn into a caveman and baby is scared, even though he doesn't want to show that he's scared and he leaves the room and goes into the kitchen. But when he leaves the room, is there a dinosaurs, Ninja turtles or caveman poster? What is that? You damn right there is. <laughs> yeah, it's teenage like mutant ninja caveman. I think it yeah. is. It's so, caveman like, ass ninja yeah. turtles. Right, right, right. 
that's the one of the cool things about this show is like all the little weird references in there yes. that if you go back and you have to watch very carefully to find some of them. But yep, um, Ed and Carly is it Carlene? Charlene, Charlene, are Charlene, eating... and and the grandmother's Ethel. By the way, <laughs> I did look it up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So they're eating the midnight snack. They're cheating on their diets, eating midnight snacks, and he comes out. Oh, he's actually a full caveman too. Yeah, yeah. He turns right. from dinosaur to caveman were, werewolf guy, and they just start throwing food at him. Like, get out of here, you weirdo! <laughs> There's something familiar about here, but get out. <laughs> And so he runs away and leaves. And then <laughs> this is great. And it's mm-hmm. like, well, what should we do about this? I feel like we should do something about this. And I feel like uh, maybe we should call an angry mob. Yeah. <laughs> Charlene is like, oh, well, the angry mob number is right on the front of the fridge. He's like, oh, perfect. <laughs> so we have that there. Uh, Very funny. So part of the fortune teller thing is that he's going to go out and attack the girl he was on a date with the one he most loves or whatever uh and then we see a mob is coming after him and and ed goes let's do this let's kill the dinosaur or let's kill the guy we we don't know out of fear because we should or something of that nature he's like this is something we don't understand so our next week we have to obviously kill it (laughs) let's just kill it robbie kind of backtracks and he's like um well there was another way that i could have gotten out of it and baby's like no there wasn't <laughs> you didn't say that earlier and he's like no there was shut up <laughs> and he goes back to the fortune teller and he's like oh well you said there was another way to get out of it and she's like i did it's like, yeah. you did <laughs> she's like oh well you should eat the toes of a bad baby dinosaur who doesn't want to go to bed and uh, so he tells this to Baby, and Baby's like, oh, okay. All of my toes? That's weird. He's like, yep, all your toes. And turns out the story's real, so I'm going to eat your toes now. And Baby's like, well, I'm going to kill this guy. He pulls out that frying pan, which we see in the opening, I think, a lot of frying pan shots. It's his weapon um, of choice. It's everybody with a frying pan. So he's going to hit him with the frying pan, but then he freaks out because he thinks it's all real, and he jumps and climbs on the ceiling mm-hmm. and and robbie's like all right i was faking you can have all the cookies whatever it's like this is all backfired on me and he's like no i want candy now and he's like okay fine we'll get candy there must be some at the neighbor's house so then they invent trick-or-treating yeah <laughs> they go to the neighbor's house who hates them and he's like why are you guys here like to get candy he's like why would you ask me at night for candy that's weird <laughs> and then he shuts the door in their face and like i guess we should have worn costumes <laughs> and that's uh that's when it gets uh super weird because <laughs> then we get going to a totally different direction whoa yes we the, do the first <laughs> three episodes had five dreams this one is a fever dream <laughs> right? so yeah. it's just on topic yep yeah so I don't know what this is, but baby is watching TV alone, eating food and watching the MTV version in dinosaur world, which is DTV. Of course it is. And says that the songs they're playing are bad. So I'm going to do my song. And the MTV guy's like, okay, doesn't he throw food at him? And it like lands in the TV too. Yep. Mm Mm-hmm. And then he sings a song on DTV, which is I'm the baby, gotta love me, which I remember 
a little bit. And it is an earworm. You cannot get this thing out of your head. <laughs> since I watched this, I can't stop everywhere uh, I go. Guys, since it debuted, I cannot get it out of my head. That, <laughs> I, there have been parts when I was in college where that wormed its way in in the middle of an exam. So that's going to be the, stuck with you. It's in the quiet moments. Like, yeah, right. Quietly doing something and then right. that, that I'm the baby. Gotta love me. Pops right. in my head. Right. And it is filled. That whole thing is filled with like classic MTV references and like music video references and stuff. Yeah. I can't even possibly name any or all of them. There's so many. And even like he does like a rap at one point. And my favorite line I wrote down is every chance I get to make a poop in my pants. He, he, talks about, <laughs> he takes every chance. I take every chance I get to make a poop in my pants mm. during the rap scene. <laughs> very, very goofy. Yep. Hilarious. And that is dinosaurs. Yes. Wow. It surely is. Wow. Lo- love it. Love it. Loved it the first time I saw it. Love it now. It's just, you're never going to get me to say a bad thing about dinosaurs. I, um, Tim Hansen's a weird dude. <laughs> He's a weird for dude. For sure. Was he, he was still alive when this happened, right? It, it looked like his son was so. one of the producers on this. Yeah. So okay. I don't know how involved Jim Henson was himself, but okay. the Henson family was definitely involved. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how much this worked for me as a show. But it's also possible, like, you know, I watched the the link that you sent me, Ryan. Yeah. Uh, the quality was so exceptionally terrible that yeah. it might have detracted. Like, I just had trouble paying attention to an extent. So, like, there's no way I would have seen that poster in the background if I wasn't looking mm-hmm. for it. Um, yeah. I had I to watch know. it twice because I first found a version of it which was very blurry and hard to hear. And I was like, I'm missing everything. <laughs> I know I'm yeah. missing everything because this show has all kinds of like little things tucked into it. So I had to watch another one with like clear audio. So, but yeah, well, it's hard to find. It's sad. Come on, dinosaurs. As I told Greg, I own the series on DVD. So I was <laughs> able to see it in crystal clear, great audio, surround sound. I'm the baby, gotta love me. Heard it perfectly. So I had no problems and I enjoyed it fully. You communist. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'll admit a lot of it might be nostalgia. Like, I really do look back on, like, that moment. Like, I was was mentioning that, like, that block of, like, even when this wasn't on TGIF as being something I look forward to every Sunday. I remember, like, playing out in the backyard, playing football or doing whatever. But you had to be in by, like, you know, 730 for dinosaurs. So, like, it's. I am definitely skewed on it. I also feel like this might not have been the best episode to kind of get you started in. There are other ones that I think are a little bit more. Yeah. Um, yeah. You, this you one's kind of wacky. Them a little bit more. Yeah. yeah this weird. one's a wacky Halloween episode. So like the really... only the only jokes that really worked for me was the grandma as the like fortune teller or whatever. Yeah. I thought that, right. was, I thought that was very funny. But... I feel like if we ever get one where like Earl is talking to his boss, like you would really like his boss, Craig. So very <laughs> oh, funny. Is... See, I, I fucked up his is. name the whole time. It's Earl, not Ed. Oh, yeah, Earl. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But, like, Earl's boss is like a Triceratops who yeah. only exists in a trailer. And it, yeah. he is hysterically funny. I remember him. I yeah, don't played know why, by, but... uh, Played by George Jefferson, actually. Wow. The, yeah, whatever. Uh, uh, Sherman Hemsley. Or, yeah, right. Uh, I could not find a Teenage Mutant Ninja Caveman 
uh, poster. I did, however, yeah. find some stickers, which I have bought one for each of us. So. Oh, thank you. <laughs> when I see you in person, it'll Excellent. be here in November. In 2025, we'll get yeah. those. <laughs> we do our in-person podcast. <laughs> if we ever meet up to do one of these. Uh, all right. Do we have any consensus on how we want to uh, separate these or uh, rank these, I guess? I don't know. I mean, it's we hard. Can try. This is tough. It is. I have a definitive hierarchy, but I think I we're all going to be. I think we're not going to be the same as my guess. No, but let's no go. Way. What do you got? So I'll just say what mine is. Number one is easily perfect strangers. <laughs> 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 like no brainer. Yeah. Uh, uh, then my number two is Boy Meets World. I thought that episode wow. was hysterical. It was. Uh, good. I thought it was like on the nose. Yeah. Um, and then it would probably be Stevel, and then Step by Step, and then Dinosaurs. Okay. Wow. What do you got, Mark? So I'm going to show how Greg is wrong. So dinosaurs number one. <laughs> however, however, I will put step by step number two. Oh, no, sorry, sorry, I will put Perfect Strangers number two. Oh, uh, okay. I really did. I love that whole you know like alien thing, and that, like, that was really funny to me. That was really good. Um, I'm going to put that number two. I'm going to put step by step number three. Uh, I like I liked that it was the only one that didn't have a dream sequence involved. So. I kind of right. appreciated that. Right. Yeah. And, oh, man, I'm oh, debating on the last ones. Mm. It's a little tricky. It's a little tough it is, this time. It is. God, I don't know. Stevel's last. I didn't like Stevel. <laughs> <laughs> and so then number four is Boy Meets World. There we go. <laughs> so. uh, all right. I'm going to go number one. Number one. Boy Meets World. Okay. Again, for me. Number one, Boy Meets World. Number two, Perfect Strangers. Number three, Dinosaurs. Four, steve Five, Step by Step. Last for Step by Step, I think. I that feel was, like... Yeah. I just didn't like... A, I, don't, I don't like Mark. Um, <laughs> Which, boy, fuck you! Mark and, not, not this Mark. <laughs> no, that Mark. Oh, that Mark. Um, I don't like the character of Mark. Um... I don't like how just regular old episode that was. Also, as, as yeah. stupid as a nitpick this is, I don't know who the fuck that party was for. Like, <laughs> yeah. like I think we should have a party. And I assumed they were going to invite over all their friends over. It was going to be an adult party. But then it was just like a shit ton of kids. Yeah, a whole bunch of kids. Who's the yeah, party? Kid party. Yeah. We got like 20 kids. Let's have other kids come into our house. We didn't huge. talk about, by the way, Al's costume. She was like a pirate gypsy, which was look fucking baller. Like she had, she had a friend who was also a pirate gypsy with her. Uh, they look great. Like that was the yeah. best costume. So. Yeah. There's some good costumes in that step-by-step right. episode. Right. Those Tarzan costumes, even though, you know, Frank didn't <laughs> like it. They're pretty extensive. They sure were. Yeah. I think we all so we we I think all we all had perfect strangers in one or two right yes. like we all yeah. one, we all had that so that's yeah. probably the consensus best then I just, I mean obviously I have the nostalgia for it but I just yeah. think it was a well constructed episode sure sure yeah it flowed better than some of the others to that that it older did. movies and stuff Evil is kind of weird it's very iconic in what it was for for TGF but the episode like structure is all over the map like, it for sure it felt like it never ended. Right, yeah. it felt going. That you could tell long. me, yeah, you could tell me that I, I could very easily tell that was late Family Matters. Like, not just yeah. because everybody's older, but like they were running out of ideas. Like late, oh, yeah. late Family Matters. So, there's something about Perfect Strangers too, where it's like 
you could watch like 10 in a row and feel like no time has passed. Like, oh, for sure. It's that kind of a show. Right? It's kind of like Frasier from like now for me. Like I love yeah. watching Frasier now. It's <laughs> great fucking show. Yeah, it's Frasier so is good. It uh, is great. Like people make fun of me all the time. Like, oh, you watch Frasier? Yes. I yeah, fucking love Frasier. Frasier. It's yeah, so right good. Individual. It's timeless. But you could watch like 10 Frasiers in a row and not – no what oh what day is it i've watched yeah. frazier for a day i didn't even realize it that's an perfect strangers kind of like that yeah that's an interesting way to look look at a show because there are shows that you really just bought you just feel wasted after one episode you're like i can't yeah. i can't do another one of these so that's a good good way to look at a show yeah all right that was fun that was a good one that was, that was very fun one. i loved all of those episodes even yeah. kind of towards my least favorite one was still fun to watch Turns yeah. out it's really good before you pick the episodes to watch them first. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> then decide which ones, uh, which was my mistake the first time. But Wait, is that were, what you did? Yeah, I watched some of them. You watched all just, of these and not then Not all them? of them, just wow. to be sure. Because oh. the... the well, these were all gems, for sure. Yeah, so, all of them were great. There was also yeah. a very handy list with like 20 episodes on it. And that's right. when I realized, oh my God, I look forward we're, to in, one. we're in trouble. Yeah. And I'm exceptionally happy that we chose not to do a Sabrina one this time. Yeah. Because I feel like okay. that's, a, that's like low-hanging fruit. Sabrina mm-hmm. had Every episode is a fucking many Halloween, Halloween So many Halloween Oh, my God. Episodes. Yeah. So many. Like, they're the type that, you know, like Christmas in July. I'm sure they have, like, Halloween in March. Yeah. yeah. They also, like, is it that big of a, like, these were all, like, crazy swings. Like, let's have a puppet come to life. Like, what could yeah. happen? Like, every episode of Sabrina is is a halloween episode good point something weird happens that's halloweeny yeah so, is it really that interesting i don't know that's why i didn't put it in there full house is some halloween stuff but it's mostly like them in costumes i think right and not Similar really step by step one i assume yeah right yeah. right 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 it's not weird I give me a sabrina thanksgiving episode then i'll be interested <laughs> so no i'm sure there are and i can yeah. guarantee you i could just write that episode <laughs> like sabrina goes into the closet they wind yeah. up with the pilgrims they learn about the true meaning of thanksgiving mm. turkey cat, turkey comes to cat, life turkey comes to life is there dressed as a pilgrim promise yep. you yes <laughs> yep yep and that guy is still in a mesh shirt yeah. <laughs> living yeah. his best life harvey's the harvey, you know, harvey right. the pilgrim cat right. everyone knows him Oh, man. All right. This was great. This was really fun. Uh, do we have any thoughts on what we want to do for the November episode? I don't have anything right we now. We could just frame them all around whatever. Holidays. Say, just do holidays. Listen, listen. <laughs> they for, did that in right, For October, November, December, let's just do holidays. I think that'd be, we could find Thanksgiving episodes. I'm, I'm yeah. done with that. I'm, I am it too. It has to exist. Yeah, right. Oh, God, yes. I know. I know. Full to. House has at least two. So... <laughs> We can watch them both. Yeah, back to back. All right, so we're we're gonna go holiday again. Let's go holiday. Absolutely, I love it. Why not? Why not? All right, I'll get working on that. I'll get cracking on that. All right, thank you, gentlemen. It was a pleasure again. Thank you. Yep. I uh, maybe I don't know. Maybe we'll stick a guest in there. What's Ty doing these days? Does he watch TJF? Crying. I don't know what my guys are doing, but yeah, maybe sure. we'll maybe we'll uh, surprise. Have yeah, a surprise we can we get someone else in here for sure. I don't know. We'll yeah. see. Maybe not. It's a time of sharing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. 
Bring some other people to the table here. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe not. Maybe we'll just exclude them all and tell them to go fuck themselves. Yeah, get your own fucking turkey. Get your own TJF podcast. Find your own block of TV you can make fun of. (laughs) Watch your own. Get your own 90s nostalgia. Yeah, Yeah, right. What was that Thursday night block on NBC? Do that one. Yeah, right. Thursday night delight. Sure. Yeah, right. Must see TV, right? Oh, there you that go. was sure. it. Yeah, right. actually, that's pretty good. Oh shit, that's our sequel. Yeah. We can't give uh, that away. Yeah, well, it's a pretty good idea. You should have <laughs> ten said years that. from now. Cut yeah. this out. Oh man, I'm not going to though. Editing <laughs> <laughs> right. for suckers. <laughs> I don't do that. Come on. All right, that is it. Thank you for joining us. We Thank are on Twitter. Much. We don't say much on there, but you can know when new episodes are going to come up because I'll put a little thing up there saying new episodes coming up. Uh, it's pod TGIF real simple. You can go on there and we retweet Bob Saget stuff. That's pretty, oh, yeah. that, that and when a new episode. So uh, it's good. We don't fill your timeline. It's fine. Mm. All right. Thank you. Thank you guys. We'll see Absolutely. you in November. See you then. See you Bye. then guys. Bye.